Praise the Lord. Well, let's let's bring up the index again here, and it's so nice uh, using this where we can all see it together. Keeps me on track, and you could tell if I'm drifting or nothing because we're not we're not definitely going to chase any rabbits here. Anyway, of course, here's your Bible laid out, and against I, I believe we know it's it's beginning to end. It's it truly is Genesis to Exodus, and we're actually going to talk this morning about oh oh how important it is to recognize the beginning. I mean, really, I mean, really, if you just just Common sense. Don't use preacher stuff or nothing. Use common sense. How much data do we have? And somebody said, well, the fossils. Now, go back and look. Go look at those fossils. Go research and find out what makes a fossil. Those things just didn't die on their own. Like they say, this, they have a fossil of a big spider, you know. And they'll say, well, it's millions of, oh, the thing stood there for millions of years while he still had hair follicles and stuff and was slowly at the increment of how many millions of years. No way. It died instantly. It was... It was, there was a disaster that hit. Well, Noah's flood. You got to have a disaster. I mean, you got to have pressure and whatever. That's where all these fossils came from. There's not any, I mean, they got fish that are having other fish, you know. I mean, oh, they have fish that are eating another fish. Something happened right then. Woolly mammoths have got food in their mouth. Something happened. They didn't just say, well, I'm going to eat till my last breath. <laughs> you know, they were, they were encased in something. But anyway, okay. And then they'll say, well, about the dinosaurs. The Bible refers to them as dragons. Very easy to see in Job 39. You can see God talks about one of them because God's trying to jack up Job for Job's going, well, if I had a chance to talk with God, I'd tell him a thing or two. Well, I never heard that. Well, no, you've heard Job chapter 1. And Job chapter 2, it says, in all this, Job never sinned. Well, yeah, up to there, chapter 2, he hadn't sinned. But he is the whiningest little kid from here on out, if you read that. And it didn't last long. And he corrected himself. But anyway, one of the things that the Lord told him in Job 39 was, Job 38 and 39 was, God describes Bohemoth. What's that? It's a giraffe. No, it's not. It's not an alligator either. It has a tail. The King James says, well, it says, as a tail the size of a cedar tree. Some people try to say that's hippopotamus. Hippopotamus, little dingy thing, you know. Why is an elephant? That's a little dingy thing, too. So the size of a cedar tree? Oh, my gosh. That thing is huge. But anyway, besides the point, praise the Lord. Oh, so let's go right to somebody that we know existed. We're going to go straight to Mark. This is a record of Jesus here. And we're going to catch up uh, something he said here. Anyway, uh, now this is in the last days. Now notice what he says. Now he's talking in the last days. Woe to pregnant women in those days and to mothers nursing their children. Well, makes sense, you know. That, you know, you're not going to give up your child. Women have a heart for their kids and, you know, they're just going to go, it's, it's, it would be rough. But now watch. He says, and pray that your flight will not be in winter. You notice how your prayers influence things? He didn't say, well, I ain't going to do you no good. Yes, hallelujah. Watch this. For those days will be such horror as have never been, look at this, since the beginning of God's creation. Wow, yeah, it was a big bang. Remember, you cannot prove Big Bang. And besides that, if you wanted to believe Big Bang, you still got to come up with, how do we get a Big Bang? You can't have nothing come out of nothing. Just even, you can't. So anyway, the point I wanted to see is in the beginning of God's creation. God's creation? Really? Yeah. Let's go look at some things here that we see here at some other spots. Oh, before, we, before we stop here, let's go, let's catch something here in uh, the book of Romans. And in Romans, we'll go to chapter 1. This is just a big, long email. Dear friends in Rome, this letter, la da 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 doesn't last forever. We make it last forever because we'll take a year to read the book of Romans. But don't do that. Try to read the book of Romans as fast as you can. 
If you get in the Living Bible, you'll go, oh my gosh, I've already went four chapters in 20 minutes. Yeah, you're catching it. You're understanding it. It's not meant for you to not understand. But I'm going to skip down here to a little something here that he said in his first few paragraphs. Notice what he says. Uh, verse 18. God shows his anger from heaven against all sinful men, all sinful and evil men who push away the truth from them. Now, what's the truth? For the truth about God is known to them instinctively. Now, catch this. It's not all oh, those that go to church. No, everybody everywhere. They know it. Now, they're going to say, I'm an atheist. I don't believe. I believe in me. Oh, fine. Just grin. Don't worry about it. Don't fight with them. No need to. Watch this. God put this knowledge in their hearts. No, the preacher did. No, God did. I mean, think about it. We're made in God's image. Every time you look in the mirror, you know, <laughs> it's going to come up. Where did I come from? Now, you can turn to your favorite YouTube atheistic or, uh, or whatever you call it, um, um, whatever, the evolution teacher or whatever, and believe all you want to and, and think there's aliens on other planets and enjoy all that stuff and whatever and all those creepy crawler looking things and just imagine all that stuff, but it's not true. He put this in their, their in extinction. God put this knowledge in their hearts. Since earliest of times, wait a minute, you mean there was, yeah, look at the time frame. Men have seen the earth and sky and all God made. Well, Richard, you mean you believe God made it? No, he made it. He made it. You will eventually get there. I mean, one day every knee will bow and every tongue confess. But already, right now, in your own hearts, in the hearts of everybody you know, they know God made this stuff. Okay. And have known of his existence. No, they didn't go to preacher school. Richard, they don't want it doesn't matter. Watch this. And great eternal power. So they will have no excuse. That's one reason they're fighting it. They're going, Well, no, no, I did not know. I did I did not know. I believed in evolution. No, you didn't. You knew the truth the whole time. You suppressed it. You knew it. You knew it. Now watch what he says. He didn't quit. Look at this. Yes, they knew about him all right. Golly, this is our beloved Paul. Boy, he's so strong about it. Well, it's, it's, remember, he's basically prophesying. This is scripture here. Oh, they knew about him all right. They wouldn't admit it or worship him or even thank him for his daily care. Praise God, we got daily care. Hallelujah. And after a while, they began to think up silly ideas of what God was like and what he wanted them to do. The result of their foolish minds became dark and confused, claiming themselves to be wise without God. They became utter fools instead. And instead of worshiping the glorious, ever-living God, they took wood and stone and idols for themselves, carved men. They made birds and animals and snakes and puny men. Is that what it says? Yeah, and puny men. A lot of good that does. Every little man you think is God dies. Except for one, Jesus. He died and he rose again. And he, he claimed himself he was God. So let them go ahead into every sort of sex sin, do whatever they wanted to. Yes, vile, sinful things with each other's bodies. Instead of believing that... What they knew about the truth of God, they deliberately chose to believe lives. Lies. So they prayed to the things God, look at it, here it is, God made. And wouldn't obey the blessed God who made these things. Richard, did, did, did he make these things? Yeah, he did. Let me go over here to uh, the book of Acts here, Acts chapter 17. The reason I can fly around the book of Acts is because I spent time, you know, it's not preacher school, this is Richard school. I'm like, this stuff happened. It's a beginning to end story and I just happen to know where this story is, okay? Paul was waiting for them in Athens. It says, in other words, while Paul see the time frame, it was not, here's a spiritual story. No, this is no spiritual story to this. We just get spiritual things out of what happened. He was deeply troubled by all the idols he saw throughout the city. So what were they doing? Well, we're not going to believe in God. We're going to believe in these idols. Okay, look what he says. 
He went to the synagogue for a discussion with the Jews and the devout Gentiles and spoke daily in the public square to all who happened to be there. He also had an encounter with some of the Epicurean and Stoic philosophers. This is where we get some of You can actually go get a degree in this in college. Philosophy. What's your degree? Philosophy. Well, then you would know these two clowns. Types of thought. Their reaction when he told them about Jesus and his resurrection was, he's a dreamer. Oh, come on. Ain't no such thing as a resurrection. Come on. He's pushing some foreign. Look how far they were. Some foreign religion. Remember, everybody knew in their heart. They knew in their heart God made this stuff. They're just... Anyway, they invited him to the forum at Mars Hill. Come to the Von Braun Civic Center. We're having a big convention. Come tell us about this new religion. For you're saying some rather startling things, and we want to hear more. Now, I should explain that all the Athenians, that's in Athens, this is where it is, okay, in Greece, as well as the foreigners in Athens, seem to spend all their time discussing the latest new ideas. Now, you already know if this is a lie, well, they sure have it based in the right place. Athens, a lot of concrete gods and stuff like that, they worshipped all this thing, they worshipped the physical physique of the body. So Paul, standing before them on Mars Hill Forum, addressed them as follows. Now, this was a convention, okay? They did this stuff all the time, and Paul happened to be there. Remember, he was just there a few days waiting for somebody. Men of Athens, I notice you're very religious. For I was out walking among you many altars. One of them had this inscription on it, to the unknown God. Well, Paul said, I'm going to talk about the unknown God here. That's what he does. You've been worshiping him without knowing who he is. And now I wish to tell you what his name is, who he is. Look at that. First thing out of the bag. He made the world and everything in it. Now, I want to tell you something. When you're going through troubles and problems, if you will keep your focus on God created the world, He created me, it'll get you out of trouble so fast. Because your unbelief will have no place to run. If God created you, He can heal you. And He will. He wants to. If God created all this wonderful stuff, that looks a whole lot more difficult than my trouble at work. (laughs) You know, God, I'm glad I didn't have to wake up in the morning and create the earth. Thank you, you did that for me. Well, then you got time to help me? Yeah, and he will, praise the Lord. Where's my car keys? Where's my wallet? Somebody messed up my bank account or whatever. He'll fix it, won't he? Since he is Lord of heaven and earth and doesn't live in man-made temples and human hands can't minister to his needs, For he has no needs. He himself, look at that, gives breath to everything. All this junk they're saying, uh, you know, about, well, we can have an abortion now. Or actually, not an abortion. We'll just kill the baby while it's over there on the counter after the birth. Remember all that stuff this week? Uh, uh, New York said, yay, verily. And then the Virginia governor. It doesn't matter what they say, what they believe. God gave that breath. One way you can look at that is God was going to wipe it all out with Noah, except for Noah. There were, the breath came from Adam. It's descended down. You know, God's given us breath. We're all descendants of Adam. Matter of fact, it's going to happen. Here, watch this. He himself gives life and breath to everything, satisfies, what do you say? Yeah. Satisfies every need there is. Wow. He is, look at that. He created all people. Uh, in other words, he's just, he manages. No, he said he created. Look at that. All people of the earth from one man. <laughs> people start laughing right there. Raise kittens. Man, if you got a male or female cat, you are going to have cats. My dad was talking about my mother, my, my, my stepmother's farm. You've been out there at the, the house in Tony, Phil, you know? Well, my dad came to the bar and he said, he said, that guy, he's got 27 cats out there. They're sleeping on my tractor, got fleas everywhere, you know? And, and I've been hunting out there and there wasn't that many cats when I was out there a year ago. I didn't see but one or two, but dad said there's 27 out there. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to multiply. You know, that's just cats. Wow. Man. 
He created all people of the earth from one man. Look at that. And scattered the nations across the face of the earth. He decided beforehand which should rise and fall and then determine their boundaries. Wow. Wow. God's saying He created it. He did. And all through the Scriptures He's saying it. And, and, and when you make this your meditation, notice this is what I think about, that God did this. Praise the Lord. You're going to be able to uh, uh, advance real fast. Because, you know, your God's bigger than everything. Okay, now let me, let's skip back. Let's go to, let's pick up on some of this in the book of Psalms here in just a moment. And I want to go to, uh, let's go to eight. Oh Lord, our God, the majesty and the glory of your name fills all the earth and overflows the heavens. Now why would it reach that far? Well, keep reading here. You taught the little children to praise you. Jesus quoted that right there. Remember he said, before the rocks cry out. Remember that? They were saying, hey, sh- tell, tell your disciples, be qu- tell these children to be quiet. Because they were saying, Hosanna in the name of the Lord. Bless you. The Pharisees said that. And Jesus said, haven't you heard? Out of the mouth of babes. So Jesus knew this. This is why he was saying, have you not read? Here we go. May their example shame and silence your enemies. When I look into the night skies, and I love doing this. I like to see what part of the pattern is up there right now? I like calling it a kite. It's Orion right now. And it's basically, when I look at it in the evening, it's over here still, whatever. But And the Big Dipper is now. I know where it is at certain times of the year, whatever, and all these other things. When I look at the night skies, and look at that. See the work of your fingers, the moon, and the stars you have made. Look at this. I cannot understand how you can bother with mere puny man. See what that does for you? So if you're sick, you'll be, whoa, and yet you want to help me. Yes! Praise the Lord. <sighs> to pay any attention to him. And yet you have made him only a little lower than the angels. And, what else did he say? Placed a crown of glory, that's the end of the psalm right there, on his head. You put him in charge of everything, here it is. But we... Look, Jesus' history, the Bible's history, if this stuff is false. But look what they're claiming. But look, on the other hand, we've got evidence that says this happened. You do not have any historical evidence of anything except for people want to say, oh, billions of the matter of fact, it's so weird. In the 70s, the earth was only like 2 billion. Guess what? It's like inflation. Well, it's 4.5 billion now. It keeps growing. Come on. They need millions and they need billions and billions of years to, prove, to try to say they prove their, prove their theory. Anyway, you have put him in charge of everything you made. Everything is under his authority. Talking about you and I. All sheep, all oxen, all wild animals too. The birds and the fish and all the life in the sea. Oh, Jehovah, our Lord, the majesty and the glory of your name fills the earth. Wow. Wow. Let's go to, let's see, that was eight. I want 19. Look at that. This is song. So they're singing and dancing. Oh, praise the Lord. It's a... Passover, the heavens are telling the glory of God. They are, okay. They are a marvelous display. We need to help the Lord out here because he doesn't need to be saying he did something that he didn't. Oh, he did. A marvelous display of his craftsmanship. Day and night they keep telling about God. Wow. Remember God told Abraham when he said, what good are all these blessings you got? You're going to keep me safe. Okay, the bad guys can't kill me, whatever. But I ain't got a son. And God says, oh, you're going to have a son. What did the Lord say? Come here. Let me show you the sky. He said, that's going to be your descendants. You and I can look back now. What, that'd be like 4,000 years. 
3,500 years and go, eh, pretty much, yeah, yeah, wow. Because he included us in that descendants. Wow. Okay. Day and night, they keep telling about God. You want to read the Bible at night? Look up at the sky. Praise the Lord. Just rem- remind yourself who made it. And you just had your nice little time of reading the Bible. Praise the Lord. You made all that stuff. Glory to God. Without a sound or a word, silent in the skies, their message reaches out to all the world. Remember we just read that? Paul said they are without excuse. I don't care. The sun lives in the heavens where God placed it and moves out across the skies as a radiant, no, as radiant as a bridegroom going to his wedding. My weddings are not supposed to be so fun, you know. All this love stuff, that's not. Well, why did he say it here? Boy, when it's a wedding time, man, it's a happy time. Y'all didn't know it? Dustin's engaged. Put him on spot there. He knows. Yeah, but when are you getting married? August what? And he's not going to go, well, I've got to go to the courthouse or go get married or whatever. He's, it's going to be a great deal. And I know we're all invited, but anyway, here we go. As radiant as a bridegroom going to his wedding, or as joyous, look at this, here's Dustin and Aaron and all those, Max and Mel and Paula, all these athletes, as joyous as an athlete looking forward to a race. We're ready. <laughs> the sun crosses the skies from end to end, and nothing can hide from its, I think it says glory here, or beams or something like that. Yeah, it's heat. There you go. Uh, God's laws are perfect. They protect us. Look at that. They make us wise, give us joy and light. God's laws are pure and eternal and just. They're more desirable than gold. I mean, take honor your father and mother. How far are you going to get if you sash your mom and daddy since you've been born? Ah, I'm going to hate my parents. I'm, <laughs> you ain't going to live long, that's what the scripture says. They're sweeter than uh, honey uh, from dripping from a honeycomb. More to be desired are they than gold. Sweeter also than the honey. Remember that song? Okay. For they, uh, they warn us uh, away from harm and give us success to all who obey them. But how can I ever know what sins are lurking, lurking in my heart? Cleanse me from all these hidden faults and keep me from deliberate wrongs. Help me to stop doing them. Well, by golly, hold on a minute. Maybe he needs to go meet with a preacher. No, we don't. We all know we've made mistakes. Now, notice what David was saying. Oh, good night, the heavens. They're so awesome. What about me? Lord, I want to be, I want to serve you best I can. Help me. Anyway, uh, keep me from all deliberate wrongs. Help me stop doing them. Only then can I be free from guilt and innocent from some great crime. May my spoken words and unspoken thoughts be pleasing even to you, O Lord. Look at that, my rock and my redeemer. Now, before I get to 25, which is another psalm I want to read, let's go to Genesis and let's see it. Here we go. When God began creating the heavens and the earth, less than 10,000 years ago, really almost exactly 6,000 years ago. And that's all the data you got, unless you hear somebody going, 4.5 billion years ago, the T-Rex was running around. No, he wasn't. Google right now, if you want to, you still listen to me. They have T-Rex flesh, the blood cells, excuse me, right now. And they're just scratching their head. Well, this is, we know it's six, we know, yeah. We know that that thing is 65 million years old, but I don't know how we have, uh, you know, blood cells. Maybe it ain't that old. <laughs> well, remember, all nations, all countries have dragon legends. And if you look close, three little claws, you know. Oh, Marco Polo. Oh, yes, he wrote. Go read what he found in China. His description of the chariot things that were pulling the emperor around, it was that thing with a club on its tail. You know. 
Why does the English, when the English had, had, they had in the 12th century, 13th century, they had maps and stuff. This is Cambridge, this is this, this is London, this is this, and over here, there be dragons. Oh, that's a funny book. You ever heard of Josephus? He's a Jewish historian. He said that Moses had to fight winged bats when they were trying to take over Nigeria. And the way they got away with it, Moses had the idea to go get some of these, I think like pelicans or something like that. You can go read it for you. He said, look up winged bats in Moses, and all of a sudden you go, so we're going to claim everything Josephus said was right up to that point? Wow, he lost it right there because we know there was. When God began creating the heavens and the earth, the earth was a shapeless, chaotic mass. The Spirit of God brooding over the dark vapors. Notice that God was way out there in supernatural land, way out there. Earth, earth, he's creating the earth. It's from the center outward. Atheistic belief in, oh, what were we trying to say? I'm glad I can't even remember. But, uh, re- evolution. Evolution. They believe from the outside. We just, we're a spinoff out here. Yeah, that means you're nobody. That's the reason they're saying you can do without the birth of a baby. Because we're nobody anyway. Who cares? We're progressive. You know? God made everybody. Here we go. Then God said, let there be light. And boy, I tell you, you can't rip this out of society. This happens all the time. People talking there, they go, yeah, well, let there be light. <laughs> Hit the light switch, let there be light. Everybody's saying it. Everybody knows. And light appeared. Yeah, but Richard, they didn't create light till the day four. Yeah, but we got a flashlight. That projector's putting out light. I don't have to have the sun. Okay. God put a flashlight on it. Okay. And God was pleased with it, divided the light from the darkness. He called the light daytime, the darkness nighttime. Together they formed the first billion years. No, the first day. The first day. Remember the Bible tells us that we're supposed to observe the Sabbath. Now I know you and I as Christians, we do it a little different way, but nonetheless we, we know about it. And that was based on he created the earth in what, six days, and he rested on the seventh. It wasn't billions of years. And God said, let the vapors separate and form the sky above and the oceans below. So God made the sky, dividing the vapor uh, above the water. And this happened, dividing the vapor above from the water below. This all happened on the second day. So now we got water down here and then we got atmosphere. If if you haven't flown in a while, you know, but if you have flown, you get to see some of this neat stuff. And if you know about space and whatever, when you get outside the atmosphere, satellites are about 25,000 miles above the, uh, no, 25,000 miles an hour. They're about 50 miles above the earth. And you're not in the atmosphere. The space shuttle that tore up, it disintegrated on the way in like, like meteorites do. They're coming through that atmosphere, that upper part. Here we go. Then God said, let the water beneath the skies be gathered into oceans so that the dry land will emerge. And it was so. Remember, this is day three. Then God named the dry land the universe. No, earth. See? And the water ceased. And God was pleased. And he said, let the earth burst forth with every sort of grass. Wow, and this is going to be a problem. Because if we're going to take millions and billions of years for day four, we're going to have trouble. We've got a lot of dead grass out there anyway. Now, grass and seed-bearing plants let the fruit trees with seeds inside the fruit so that these seeds will produce the kinds of fruits and plants they come from. Boy, if you plant watermelon, you don't get corn, do you? And you can have all kind of confidence that whatever you're eating, it's got a seed in it. If you keep it and plant it, it's not going to be a giraffe, is it? It's going to be whatever it was. Like that guy said, he said, boy, if he could just find out how to plant some bacon seeds, he'd be all right. All right. Anyway, here we go. Then God said, let the bright lights appear. This is day four. Bright lights appear in the sky to give light to the earth and identify the day and the night. They shall bring about the seasons of the earth and mark the days and the years. Boy, the sun's what does it. It ain't slowed up any. 
It only stopped one time, and that was when Jehoshaphat, not Jehoshaphat, it was when Joshua commanded the sun to stay still. It held up for about eight hours or so. So it was. And God made two huge lights, the sun and the moon, to shine upon the earth. The large one, the sun, to preside over the day, and the smaller one. And see, they tell us today, well, the moon, the moon's a satellite. And it was drifting around, in our, and it got hung in our solar system. And then it got hung around the earth. Nah. We got, remember, we got spinning planets going the wrong way. Moons around Jupiter, they got some going this way, and they got some going that way. It'll be hard to explain that without the Lord. All right, the larger one is the sun to preside over the day, the smaller one the moon to preside through the night. He also made the stars. Look at that. And he also, what people, oh oh my God, the universe, oh yeah. And the scripture just says, ah, he also made the stars. What was he focused on? Where are we getting to? He's focused on earth. Wow. But he made all the other stuff. This all happened on the fourth day. Big lie. Oh, liar. John 3.16 just can't be true then, could it? Yes, it is. Mm Mm-hmm. Then God said, let the waters teem with fish and other life, and let the skies be filled with birds. So God created, this is day five, God created the great sea animals, every sort of fish, every kind of bird, and God looked at it and said, oh my God, this is a mess. No, he didn't. Everything was wonderful. You know, I used to chase coots on the Tennessee River. We'd chase them, you know. We caught one one time with a net, you know. We were getting so close, we just had a big fishing net. <laughs> When we got that thing up close, you know, now I always heard coots, ah, worthless. That coot had such pretty little black stuff, like a rainbow around his eye and stuff. I mean, the the feathers and stuff. I'm like, my goodness. Now, I know you probably don't like bugs and stuff, but if you get a chance to look at a big giant grasshopper one time or whatever, and you look at some stuff, you're like, look at the details on this thing. Look at a flower, for instance. Man, amazing. And see what? See how this helps you? You're like, oh, I need to find some time to meditate in the Bible. I need to spend some time. I'm so worried. Look at the world. Praise the Lord. Look around you and you'll go. And all you got to do is tell yourself, God created it. God created it. God created it. And boy, I tell you what. I mean, you do have angels around you. They're, they're working for you. They'll, meet, they'll, they'll fix stuff before you get there. Wait, I thought I needed to fill up my gas tank. I mean, I, I laugh some things going on in the house. And, oh, I knew this morning. I went back to go iron some clothes. And I saw this big picture right there. And I thought. Last time I saw that picture, because of the antique, you know, they old pour the water in, wash your hands. Really beautiful. Last time I saw that thing, it was in the mobile home, the, the travel trailer. And I remember telling myself, all right, you angels, y'all stuck it up here. <laughs> I owned your little game, because I did not remember putting it up there, praise the Lord. It was all up there real nice. Richard, you don't think they'll clean the house for you? <laughs> praise the Lord, mine do. Glory to God. Yours will help you too. All right, all sort of fish, every kind. He looked upon them with pleasure, blessed them all. Notice, oh, God's mean. He cursed. I'll tell you another thing. This will help you with. Remember, Jesus is the image of God. And I watched a black and white movie. It was real funny. It had Benny, who's Benny, Benny who in the 1940s? Benny, Benny. Jack Benny. Jack Benny. Well, Jack Benny went to heaven. Now, he was working for a guy that was underneath God. And they were going to send Jack Benny back down to earth, but... They just, they didn't, and I appreciate them making the movie, but here's the misconceptions. Everybody up there was old geezers. God's not an old geezer. Praise the Lord. And all of us, like me, I'm getting older. I'm going back. Praise the Lord. I'm not, we're, God doesn't have a big old beard all the way down to the floor, you know. And he don't need help with a cane to walk around. Wow. Remember Moses said, I want to see you in your glory. And God said, no, nah, you can see my backside, but you're not going to be able to look in my face. 
Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration, he started glowing. His clothes were glowing. And guess who else was glowing? Matt, the Living Bible points it out. Moses and Elijah were glowing too. You and I are going to have glorified bodies one day. Book of 1 Corinthians 15, we're going to swap this body out for another one. Woo! All right, here we go. Let your numbers increase. That ended the fifth day. Then God said, here, here comes us. Let the earth bring forth every kind of animal, cattle, reptiles. In a dinosaur reptile? Yeah. So when were the dinosaurs made? Day six. Day six. Let them laugh at you. Doesn't matter. They know it's right anyway. Oh, you can't get them dead burned dinosaurs on that ark. Just look at them and say, uh, wouldn't you get the small ones? Oh. Well, I don't want to hear that anyway. And that ark, if you do a little research, and someone's already done it for you, statistically, there was still almost a whole... Noah and his family could have had the whole upper deck to themselves. You know, and they could have had one whole deck. Remember, there's three decks, three decks. And then uh, one could have been for food, and the bottom deck was just animals only. Plenty of room. That's not that stupid little toy one that we show, you know, with the two drafts sticking out that can't fit in there because it's cramped. This thing was huge, 75 foot, 40, 45 foot high. 70, no, it's, it's 45, yeah, 45, 75 high, 45 wide, and 450 feet that way. That's big enough. Oh, remember, you only had to have two of a kind. I'll, have, I'll just add this to it. We was at a meeting the other day, and one of the guys was describing we were late on something, and we had to have it done. And the way he described it, he said, look, this is like Noah's third, on, third monkey wanting on that ark. <laughs> I mean, I want on that ark. <laughs> Can you imagine it? Where did he get that from? Ah, they knew the story. All right, here we go. Okay, so here we go. Uh, he made all sorts of wild animals, cattle, reptiles. God was pleased with it. Now, we're done right here. Watch this. Then God said, let us make a man, someone like ourselves, to be the master of all life on earth and in the skies and in the seas. And God made man like his maker. Like God did he make man. Next verse says, you women too. You women too. Look at this. Man and maid, he didn't make them. God blessed them and said, hey, Die cancer. No, he didn't. Multiply, fill the earth, subdue it. You're masters over all the fish, the birds, animals. And look, you see how we've wasted, and this is the reason the world hates this book, except for you and I. They don't want you to believe this. God didn't do this. Yeah, he did too. He did. I've given you the seed-bearing plants throughout all the earth and your fruit trees for your food. I've given all the grass, plants, animals for their food. God looked over all he had made. It was excellent in every, no, in, in, in every way. This end of the sixth day. Let me go to the first genealogy we see here. Here's a list of some of the descendants of Adam. The man, look at that. Once you see that. Who was like God from the day of his evolution. I mean, excuse me, creation. Like God. Wow. God created a man and woman and blessed them. And he called them man from the start. Now, let's go back to the book of Psalms here. This time we're going to go to, we looked at 8 and we looked at 19. Now I want to get 25. We'll just stop here. Watch what happens here. Watch this. To you, O Lord, I pray. Don't fail me, for I'm trusting you. Well, see, he's, <laughs> he needs some help right now. Don't let my enemies succeed. Don't give them victory over me. None of them, uh, none of those who have faith in God will ever be disgraced by, for trusting him. Praise the Lord. If you trust the Lord, you're fine. But all who harm the innocent shall be defeated. Now, let me, let me back up here just a moment about, the, about trusting in the Lord. Trusting in the Lord is like a child. If you can convince your kids, those of you, we, we've, you know, the chances are if your parents had kids, you will too. That's a joke. Okay. 
<laughs> you're here, okay. But it is possible you may not have kids. But if you've been around kids and you try to explain to them something, if they believe you, they're okay, right? They're all right. But it's sitting there, oh, that's like the children of Israel going, we want to go back to Egypt. And that's what really ticked off the Lord. He got them all the way to the promised land. And they said, we can't. So what's trusting the Lord? Calm down. And he's going to get you there. He's going to get you in, fix whatever's broken. Doesn't matter. Okay. Look what he says. Show me the way. Uh, anyway, all who harm the innocent, they're going to be defeated. Show me the path where I should go. Oh, Lord, point out the right road for me to walk. Lead me, teach me, for you are the God who gives me salvation. I hope in, uh, I hope in no one but you. Now, notice what he says here. Oh, well, Richard, you've got to strike that because we're all supposed to be perfect. No, look what he says. Overlook my youthful sins. Oh, Lord, look at me instead of through the... No, it says, Oh, Lord, look at me instead through eyes of mercy and forgiveness, through eyes of everlasting love and kindness. Now, that's what David did. and I mean, his mercy endures forever. Anyway, for the Lord is good and glad to teach the proper path to all who go astray. He will teach uh, the ways that are right and best for those who humbly turn to him. And when we obey him, every path he guides us on is fragrant in his loving kindness and his truth. Every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before. Uh-oh, what happened here? Well, see, that's why you don't... <laughs> the Lord is going to... If you keep making excuses why God won't help you because you've made a mistake, it's your fault. You don't know anything about his mercy. But Lord, my sins, how many there are? Oh, really? Pardon them for the honor of your name. Yeah, yeah, he will. Where is the man who fears the Lord? God will teach him how to choose the best. Okay? He shall live, look at that, within God's circle of blessing. Richard, I really thought at first your church was just crazy. You were just picking out verses and saying that we're, we're supposed to be blessed coming in and going out. That's, that's, you know, that's just your church. No, it's the Bible. You either blessed or you're cursed, praise the Lord. Amen. Anyway. And his children shall inherit the earth. I'm not worried about my kids. My kids are going to inherit the earth. Wow. Anyway, friendship with God is reserved for those who reverence him. You can't be God's friend. Yes, you can. Abraham was called the friend of God. James chapter 1. Whatever. Here we go. With them alone, he should, look at that. He shares the secrets of his promise. We're almost done here. Look at this. My eyes are ever looking to the Lord for help, and he alone can rescue me. He ain't talking about going to heaven. <laughs> he probably heard word. This is King David going, the Philistines are setting a trap for me. David wasn't worried. Oh, come and show me your mercy, for I'm helpless, overwhelmed, in deep distress. Watch this. Look at this. Phil, I like this. Look at this. My problems go from bad to worse. <laughs> you know, Bob told me one time, if it wasn't one for one problem, it's another. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, it just looks that way. And look what he's, he's talking to the Lord here. My problems go from bad to worse. Look at that. Oh, save me from them all. No, the only thing you have is salvation. You accept Jesus and you're guaranteed to go to heaven. But from here on out, and especially if you're a young person, you're on your own. We are not on our own. We have his daily care. Remember we read that early? We have his daily care. Save me from them all. See my sorrows. Feel my pain. Forgive my sins. No, that, if, if you didn't have that, he would help you. No, he'd forgive you. See how many enemies I have and how viciously they hate me? Save me from them all. You know, wow. Deliver my life from their power. Oh, let it never be said that I trust. Look at that. 
that I trusted you in vain. Don't, <laughs> don't let everybody say that I trusted you and you didn't help me. Woo! Here we go. Last verse, isn't it? 21. Assign me godliness and integrity. Look at that. As my bodyguards. For I expect you to protect me. And to ransom Israel, not just me, do it for, and to ransom Israel from all her troubles. Amen. Well, we can take it or leave it. I think we're all going to take it. <laughs> Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you. If we're not feeling good today, you'll fix that. Praise the Lord. What's health? Praise God. You heal that paralyzed guy. First thing you told him was, son, thy sins are forgiven thee. Oh, and the religious people got all mad. But then Jesus turned to him and raised him up and said, take up your bed and walk. Anybody can say your sins are forgiven. But I'll prove it, Jesus said. Okay, so Father, we thank you. You make us well. Hallelujah. No matter what it is, we've got some skin problem, or eye problem, whatever problem, we're losing our hair, whatever. Praise God, you'll fix it. Glory to God. Muscle trouble, cramps or whatever. Man, Jesus, you made everything. You'll fix everything. And Lord, same thing's true financially. No matter what's hurting financially, you will fix it. Praise God. And if it's not this or that, it's some other problem. We just read here, save us from all our troubles. And Lord, that doesn't leave anything left for us to go tell others what great things you're doing in our life as we tell them about Jesus. Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. All right. Yeah, amen. Praise the Lord.